Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah went to dwell in the country of Moab. He drugged his wife and two sons because in those days, men were sexist, bigoted, and chauvinistic. They didn't ask for directions. Basically, they grew beards. They were a tad hormonal. And they did what they wanted to do. And they felt like the family would follow them because the woman's place. Well, they didn't have a kitchen, but... The woman's place was to bring him two sons. And he, a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, there was famine and tough times in the land. So he thought, I've got an idea. I'm going to freelance. I'm going to do it my way. I know God said Moab is not the place of Beverly, but he packed up all his gear and he moved anyway because he knew, he knew he was a Jewish stubborn a man of Bethlehem, Judah, and he would do what he would darn well please, let his wife be damned. Now in future generations, Christian men never ask, act like this because they, they're full of James Dobson and they're full of the word and they're full of Christian TV and they always say, honey, do you want to move to Michigan? Are you tired of Mulkey yet? And so often, so often, the wife said, I wondered when you'd ever ask. (laughs) And so a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab because there was a famine and because he had a better idea than God's word to stay the hell out of Moab. (laughs) There, we said it. Can you tell I'm peeved at Elimelech? Amen. Oh, the name of the man in verse 2, actually, God got him because he put his name in there, Elimelech. The name of his wife was Naomi. And his sons, they had names too. But anyway, in verse 3, Elimelech, Naomi's husband, and um, good, I thought if Mike found this, he'd put it up and you'd see I wasn't reading the actual Bible. I was worried. And then Elimelech, Naomi's husband, he died. And she said, good riddance. Wait. And she was left with her two sons. Now, the two sons, they'd taken wives from the women of Moab because that's where the father drug them. I mean, you could only fish in the singles group you're a part of. You could only date where your dad drags you. Can I get a witness? And some of the saints are saying, hasn't COVID been enough? Do you have to drive people out by what your sarcastic words are? 
I absolutely do. I'm a test of faith. So they took wives of Moab because they weren't in Judah. They weren't in Judah. Who did you marry? Who did you, who did you marry? Back when we had wow, you could, you know, publicly you could, you could talk back. You had exchange, you know. I mean, you know. And this was before harmony.net. And the reason why it's .net is because net means you got caught and you can't get out of the net or harmony.com or whatever it is. Shall we stand and sing? Everybody will be happy over there. Everybody be happy over there. Whose wife shall she be in the resurrection? Whose wife? Whose husband? My fourth? My ninth? Whose? Get rid of this guy, Lord. I found him in Moab. My heart starts pinching my Mm, wow, terrible. Because there was a famine, this weak-faithed Jewish Elimelech took off. Unbelievable. So, uh, he died in Moab. No Judah burial for him. They, they, they buried him in Moab. And uh, the two sons, they died. One of them married Ruth. One of them married Oprah, who later began a TV network. No, it's not... Since I was a Sunday school boy, I got confused. Well, she didn't have a network then. Orpah and Ruth. Are you there? So in Ruth 1, in the New King James Version in Ruth 1, <laughs> the woman survived her two sons and her husband. Of course, Naomi was left to pick up the pieces. Wow. I personally think the most difficult profile to exercise faith is to be a single mother. And outside of faith, I don't know how they survive. With wick, with whack, with milk, with cheese that they give you away, you go down and get a block of cheese. I just, God bless them. And they, I, 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 I can't even go there because I'm starting to tear up. With Christ, with Christ in a Christian community is the best warm nest. The best warm profile is for a single mother, a single mother, a single mother, to come inside the nest where there's all different sized birds and God feeds us all and nourishes us, a flock, where perhaps somebody in the church house will take an interest in her children, if not teach them in the way that they should go with her. Toughest profile. That was Naomi. Uh, no social security. No, uh, no COVID relief checks. Tough times. So, you need So in Ruth 1, verse 7, it says, Therefore Naomi went out from the place where she was. Her two daughter-in-laws were with her. Naomi said to her two daughter-in-laws, Stop. Return each to your mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. They were both kind to Naomi. Moabitess. The Lord grant that you may find rest each in the house. of." So she kissed them and they whipped. They lifted up their voices and whipped. And they said to her, Surely we will return with you to your people. Naomi you know, try to talk him out of it. She talked Orpah out of it. But Ruth said, Ruth said, I'm going with you. Ruth said in chapter 1, 16, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following you. Ruth said to Naomi, her mother-in-law, wherever you will go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Sweet. Uh, a good relationship with her mother-in-law. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. I don't want to die in Moab. 
And that's where my husband is, my father-in-law. But where I die, I'm going to die where you die. There I will be buried. The Lord do so to me and no more also, if anything but death parts you and me. When she saw that she was determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her. Now both of them, in verse 19, Naomi and Ruth, both of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited because of them. And this woman said, is this Naomi? She says, well, do not call me Naomi. She said, call me bitter, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home empty. Well, your husband dragged you out when you were full. And now you've come back empty, but at least you came back. Why do you call me Naomi? And so in 22, Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, returned from the country of Moab. Now they came to Bethlehem, listen, at the beginning of harvest. So in verse 7, it says, of chapter 1, There she went out from the place where she was, and her two daughter-in-laws with her, and they took the road that led back to Judah. They took the road that led back to Judah. All right. Do you love me? Do you forgive me? I'm picking up Grace's language more every day. I know what you're thinking. If we lived with you, we'd be worse than she is. Yeah, you would be. All right. Do you know that you can begin a marriage without any idea of how things will work out? Shall we stand and be dismissed? That's why there's country music. And these sweet geezers like like, uh, Charlie Jack Daniels, whatever his name was. Charlie, Charlie Daniels. He was a believer. I don't think he, I don't think he, they didn't name that after him. I don't think he swigged at Jack, but he was was at least a patriot. You can begin a marriage without any idea how things will work out. Naomi followed her husband's plan. I already razzed you. I razzed Elimelech about that. Naomi, what else was she going to do? I sometimes, I don't know why I get in these good moods. I don't, I absolutely do not understand it. And you pay the brunt of it. I'm so sorry. sorry. I fully intended to come out here and be sober or over. I did. And then look, look what hits me. And uh, part of it may have to do with uh, Pastor Michael Patterson speaking on Mother's Day. So uh, uh, I'm going to take my turn and be glad that he has the next turn. Often, oh, Naomi followed her husband's plan. Wow. How many times have our wives or our husbands saved our bacon? Boy, the men look excited right now. I'm not talking about directions. Forget that. I know that we always argue. Now we got, now we got uh, MapQuest that gets us lost. I have a man who was not born blind, but his vision's been impaired since he was a boy. His name is Dennis Connor. So he was going to come to see me several years ago. Something, you know, obviously something that he wanted. No, anyway, so he was going to come to see me. So I, he put the address in Vancouver, Washington. So he called me about four hours later and he said, we're in the world like it's my fault. How, where are you? I said, I'm in Vancouver. I said, so am I. I said, what's around you? He said, a big hospital. What's it called? Emmanuel. I said, you're on Vancouver Way, and you're a fruitcake. 
I said, you just need to come to the state of Washington. You have to cross. You know, I go into heaven. Hallelujah. We talked about that. I'm not going to go back to that. We talked about the rich man. We talked about, no, we talked about that last time. Did you cross a bridge where there was water? No. But he said, he wants to blame me for Vancouver Way getting him lost. So I'm going to say, wives, you do your best because even Google or MapQuest, I mean, you know, we can get lost. I understand that. 24th Street or Avenue. But maybe I need to say this. Maybe one of the best favors you could do for your life is listen to your spouse. And I'll tell you why. We're going to go to the next slide. Often, when circumstances change, my decisions require counsel. You know, call before you dig. Kaboom, you know, you know. Something took off in Oakland, they, 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 uh, Daly City, a few years ago. The whole neighborhood was torched. And, of course, the gas company took a lot of the blame. Maybe they made it right. But somebody, somebody dug through a gas line. Kaboom. Which is why we hear about that. Do you know one of the best favors a minister can do for his life is listen to the flock that he serves. These visions of grandeur that pounce through the mind of sometimes a 30 or 40 something, and we want to build a crystal cathedral. And if we could, we would put our name on the outside. Not so much a cross like Sweet Schuler did. Great cross. Isn't that a wonderful place when Schuler had it? And no matter where you were, if you headed toward Disneyland or San Diego, this big cross, any time of the day or night, it reminded you, Christ Jesus died for me. I like that, like Clackamas also. But I want to say this. Often when circumstances change, our decisions become very carnal. Often when our circumstances change, we know that Moab, I mean, I think there's some stuff on Moab that they weren't supposed to go there. Moab was not a friend to Israel. Think, okay, all right, well, this is a tough spot. I think we can get a second mortgage on our house. And you know what? Listen to me. Maybe that's the right thing to do. But I think it's only the right thing to do if you entertain counsel from someone who has a right to speak truth. And if you're married and they have to sign, they should be part of that discussion. Husband, spouse, wife, they should be. They just should. And I'm not looking for any feather in my caps. I'm just saying that to obligate, to obligate a spouse to uh, suffer, maybe blessed, maybe a jump ball, maybe God will be a tree surgeon if you go out on a limb. Maybe. Or maybe you'll just perish in Moab. Then what happens to the Naomi's? You think, well, I'm going to go in tomorrow and tell my boss, unless this happens, I'm going to quit. Really? Did you first of all discuss that with your spouse? What about somebody that you trust? What about going to a, to a Christian friend 
who has the right to say, let's look at this from the other side. I just say it. Famine came, and Elimelech says, oh, I'm going to take my wife and two sons to Moab. Really? I know I'm pressing this point. I want to press this point. It's like he's saying, I have faith that God will provide for me in Judah. Bethlehem means, you know what it means? You do. You know what it means. Bethlehem means house of bread. House of bread. So the bakery didn't have a good day. I'm going to cut out and go, really? A couple of sweet boys uh, that I grew up with their families and then served them as their pastor. And in the toughest time California ever had to build a house, they built a house. And I remember that the, the, um, the construction loan, the construction loan that is different than a mortgage loan, construction loan was 21%. And they were smart, they were sharp, they had families, and they built this house in Ojai. That, was, that would be a good house in Ojai. It was just incredible. Incredible house. Everybody could see it. If you drove anywhere, you'd see this. And the, the uh, architect was just glorious. And um, because if anybody bought that house, they were paying 18 and a half on a mortgage. Trying to, and the builder, the two boys, they were trying to keep the uh, alligators not just from biting at their feet, but having them for lunch. We lived in the parsonage next door. Uh, those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never, never end. So I left something in the church. It was just, it was a closer walk than the lobby to leave the parsonage and go into the study and then go into the sanctuary. So I went in the back door that went in to the sanctuary and around by my study. And it was dark and I saw, huh, Steve's sitting there, 730 like on an off night. And the strange thing was, sometimes Steve wasn't there on an on night. Good guy. I would never, he's gone on, he perished with COVID, younger than me. So I would never, but, um, and um, grew up in the house. Grew up in the church house. In 1966, his family and our family shared Thanksgiving meal. He was probably nine. I knew him his whole life. I looked back, I said, Steve, sitting somewhere where Jill is on this side. I said, Steve, what you? It was all dark in the church, you know, just the lights. What you doing? They said, that uh, construction loan's about to kill me. I have no idea. I couldn't guess if they borrowed uh, back then, if they borrowed, let's just say, $300,000 at 20%, besides their ongoing expenses of taking care of their home and maybe other projects. He says, oh, man, all we can do is pray. Loved ones, I know it's a COVID Sunday, but life keeps going, doesn't it? We should remember, we should remember, going into a situation, marriage, do you really want to leave him? Do you want to leave her? Anybody... And I used to <laughs> chat with my father-in-law about this because he was an overseer of churches for like 40 years. And he said, you know, a minister can leave on a weekend 
It's easy to leave a church. Not that it's easy, but I mean, it's, you know, thank you for my time here. God bless you. And Monday, get a U-Haul. He said, what is difficult is to re-enter. Because then maybe you have 10 other candidates who the local house is saying, I think we were going to move, you know. Boy, I thought, that's true. That's so true. Got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Do you have any mountains you can't tunnel through? God specializes in things thought impossible. He will do what no other power can do. Watch your overhead. Do you really need it? Watch your money. Only you and your spouse, with God's help, are tending as stewards to what he gives you. And it's not what we make, it's what it takes for us to have the joy of life and being able to give even extra, to give extra in God's kingdom to advance his cause. I was a boy and I heard tons of times the word pray through. Seems like that's been replaced by give up. Give the heck up. Naomi, without her husband and sons, made a better decision than her husband made. Now, without her husband and sons, she made a better decision. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I'd say, eliminate, let's go back. Let's go back. I knew it was family, but God's always kept us. And uh, so I purposely put this in as a slide. I think it's verse 7. And study it in different translations. That's how I found it. I think it was in the New Living. They took the road that led back to Judah. Now I'm going to start my sermon. Really? I promise. <laughs> I didn't have most of this planned. Just when you got the anointing. You hit the anointing. You go over trails. You know, it's like I must have thought I was in Friday morning class and I started chasing. Uh, well, pretty husky rabbits maybe. See, see think about this. I'm going to have you repeat this after me. Naomi took, the road Naomi took the road back to Judah, back to Bethlehem. God is such a God of mercy. God is such a God of, of plenty. God is such a God that never, never upbraids us. If we lack wisdom, we can ask for him and he'll give us wisdom. He'll open up a door and he won't, he won't treat us like an irritable parent or spouse and say, I told you so. Amen. All right, let me start this and hustle. Get back within the bounds of covenant. Get back. Sneak back. Go back. Run back. Hitchhike. Catch a bus. Get back. Put yourself up. That's too good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nest on this a while. Get back within the boundaries of covenant. After you are converted, Simon Peter, strengthen your brothers. A little warmer by the fire, even though he's not the one that built it. And the flames of the fire that kept him externally warm, they looked and said, you are in covenant with this Jesus. I'm not in covenant with Jesus. I've never even heard his name. You think... You think you've blown it? Just read about Simon. And Jesus had said to him, after you come back within the walls of covenant, I'm going to, in a few minutes, introduce you to my uh, May theme, 
the lane of favor. Wow. Get back within the boundaries of covenant. I do that with repentance. I do that with prayer. I do that by invitation. I do that by giving. And I'm not here to, you know, teach to the choir. You're all such good givers. God, you, thank you for keeping us in cornflakes these 14 months of COVID. And I should say, I found a box of, thank you. Thank you. I didn't splurge. I, I found a box of keto ice cream sandwiches that were only two carbs. Did Jesus, you think the flock would be okay if they knew I spent 390 on these six sandwiches? And he leaned over and said, son, don't tell him. I said, well, you know, Lord, you know how I, when I get in the pulpit, I'm not responsible for what I say. And I just kind of, yeah. And he said, yeah, we're working on that. We're still working on that. Thank you for your giving. But I want to, I want to, I want to emphasize this principle. You're precious. Tears come to my eyes. Right, Brother Michael? That we have been kept by the goodness of God. The horror stories of, of, of ministries that have had to step out, not because they left Bethlehem, but because there was just nowhere to go. They're still in Bethlehem. But, yeah. Churches were repoed and bankers. And I told you, I've talked to one that's worked with churches. And other bankers will tell you, we see a church property no different than we see a house property. And the answer to shareholders. Uh, so I wouldn't really criticize him for that. Pay off what you owe. Stop charging. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> and if both of both of you, spouse and spouse, agree on that, tell them Mulkey vetoed it. Oh my Lord, Nana, God rest her soul. I know we're not supposed to judge, but I believe she's in heaven. <laughs> right with Paul and Cheryl, your parents. She bought me so many shirts. The shirt I have on today, she bought me six years ago. And I had to eat keto for 90 days to wear it. The other day, Grace said, now, now, of course, Son of man didn't have a place to lay his head. I don't have a place to put my clothes. You know, not our clothes. So our, our neighbor has loaned me one of the closets that they have. And I have to get my stuff the night before because if I don't get that, you know, you know am I going to wake you up, Charlie? So I've got Christina's closet. I'm ashamed of myself to tell you that from one left end of that closet to the right end of that closet, our, our, yeah. I could open up my own Macy's. And Grace says, now, Larry Allen, yes, ma'am. Your three X's are to the left. Your two X's are just to the right. And your one X is in the door that creaks because it hasn't been opened for six years. And then there's a few that, that are just X. X. Oh, Nana, thank you. Thank you. I mean, thank you. So I told Mrs. 
bombshell. Don't buy me another shirt till Jesus comes. Because when he comes, I'm going to have a glistening white robe. Yeah. Positive thinking. You know, <laughs> yeah. And a new body, so it'll probably be a 1X. I have been wanting to wear the shark's shirt my Nana bought me, a sweet Australian golfer, for six years. And it would stare at me finally about two years ago. It started glaring at me. All right. Spending. Put yourself in a position where God will provide. I want to get back within the... When we have wandered from what we know to do, when I know my conduct has been prodigal and not the sonship I should have been, it's up to me to say, I will get up and I will go back and I will confess... I may come up with alternatives, make me this, make me that, make me that. And when I come back into covenant, when I put myself in a position where God will provide, God will, God will forgive, God will bless, God will honor. When I put myself in that position, ha ha ha. And how often is it that He will provide, He will bless, He will honor beyond what we could ask or think? No matter where your marriage has taken you, no matter where your parenting that you've, uh, that you had, no matter where your finances have taken you, ensure today that you're back within the boundaries of covenant. Not talking about losing your salvation, I'm talking about getting your joy and provision back. Judas never got back within the boundaries. Simon Peter got back within the boundaries. King Saul never got back within the boundaries. King David said, search me, create in me, cleanse me. King David got back within the boundaries. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Check your giving. Check your prayer life. Check your, 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 your stewardship, your faithfulness. Put yourself in a position where God will provide. And oh boy, well... Okay, I gotta, I gotta go. Ruth was not afraid to get her hands dirty to survive and provide for her mother-in-law. Read this with me. Ruth was not afraid to get her hands dirty to survive and provide for her mother-in-law. Three scriptures in, you're gonna love this. This is worth getting up and coming to church for besides the worship. In Ruth chapter two, there's three verses. Got them on the screen. Verse Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, please let me go to the field and glean heads of grain after him, Boaz, in whose sight I may find what? Favor. And she said to her, go, my daughter. Ruth 2, verse 10. So Ruth fell on her face, bowed down to the ground and said to Boaz, why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me? Since I am a foreigner. 
And I didn't put his response. He went on and on and on. I've watched you. I've watched how you take care of your mother. I've watched how hard you work. Now the third one is in Ruth 2.13. Then Ruth said, Let me find favor in your sight, my Lord, again to Boaz, for you have comforted me. Some of you need to write this out and underline that. Several of these. For you have comforted me, comma, and have spoken kindly to your maidservant. Words. This Moabitess was way out of covenant. She determined to stay with Naomi, her mother-in-law, who came back within the walls of covenant, returned to Bethlehem, Judah, placed herself with her widowed daughter-in-law also, placed herself in a profile where God could, would provide. And now Ruth is saying to Boaz, let me find favor. 97 times favors in the New King James. Favor is not one time in the, in the authorized King James. It's grace. I'd take that too. In Genesis 6, Noah found grace. Tell you what, when it's about to rain, 40 days and 40 nights, we need grace. The New King James says, and Noah found favor. Favor. You know what it means to be accepted. To have blessing, to have provision. <laughs> Was it Mary, the teenager that said, and peace to all on whom his favor rests. I want to get back within covenant. He's not waiting to disown me in the pig pen even, but he's not going to send a tow truck. I want to get up and go back wherever I am with my giving, with my prayer life, with my scripture, with my participation. I don't want to be a loner. Not in COVID. I don't want to be a loner. Mask up. Go to church. Mask up. Be with God's people. Be with God's people. Share my prayer requests and pray for their prayer requests. I want to get back within covenant. All right. I'm going to close for today. Three, three verses. Okay. Wow. Become a favor magnet. As we take wise, biblical, daily actions. Even a Moabitess. Our homework, become a favor magnet. And for some of you, I should say, continue to be a favor magnet. All right. And I know it's my last slide, but it's my beginning. (laughs) Keeping the favor lane open with wisdom and biblical principles. My three adult daughters need favor. They need a father even though they are married to smart, wise, capable husbands. They need a father that encourages them to stay in the lane. The favor lane. We don't need to buy 10 acres in La Center and build four houses and mine right in the middle. The Bible says the last thing that happens is death and hell will be thrown into the lake of fire. Yeah, no, 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 no parenting thoughts of my way or the highway. The only highway, Brother Patterson, is the favor lane. 
I thought, wow, is Grace going to come home for Sunday? Is what's going to happen with her in the hospital and her electrodes on her heart? And she called me. She says, Dad, the doctor's right here. I'm all wired up. He wanted to know if anyone in my family ever had heart trouble. And uh, I said, well, I didn't tell her on the phone that time that I was her age when the doctor told me, cardiologist in Ventura County. He was at least a leading cardiologist. Said, you know, Larry, you're 33. It's, you're not too, you're, you're in the prime of life. You need to change professions. Said, you've got your two hands. You've got them like figure. He said, if you had long fingernails, like uh, there used to be a woman on TV. I don't want to describe her. Wore black. I don't want to describe her. Oh, Jesus. She came out at Halloween. Long, long black hair. Oh, Jesus. Lead me not into Oh, Jesus. Anyway, and he said, long, and you've got, <laughs> you've got your nails in the stucco of the Oakview Full Gospel Lighthouse. And he said, your heart can't take it. He walked out of the room. I found some liquid in one of those jars. And I put a little on my finger, Lord. I said, Lord, I don't know if I'm an elder, if I'm not an elder. I know I'm serving that church. I know, Lord, but I'm going to anoint whatever fluid this is. I'm not going to drink it. I said, oh, Lord, help me and I will be. Help me, Lord. Touch my heart. Touch my system. And I will serve your flock. I'm not ready to be put out to pasture. See, I want to be careful if a year or so before that, God overheard me say, hey, come on, stay in covenant. Stay in the lane. I ask you this question. Here are five bullet reasons why I know I can share with my husband or wife we are in the favor lane. Maybe homework, favorably. We love Christ. We receive him into our heart. We love him. We serve him. I'm not talking about earning. I'm not talking about legalism. I'm talking about a favor magnet. Angel said to Mary, you have found favor. We need favor. Favor in our relationships, funding, We need favor in our vocations. Favor. Let's stand. Oh, Lord, we pray that we would increasingly become favor magnets. Favor magnets. Your word says, give and it shall be given. Your word says, pray and I will hear you. Your word says, have faith and you will say to this mountain. You promised to cause our relationships to be whole. You don't want anyone lonely. You don't want anyone lonesome. It is not good that man should be alone. You created women so that life could be shared. And if we botched it, we want to get back. Say this with me. Get back in the favor lane. Get back in the favor lane. Lord, help us as husbands not to pull these Elimelech uh, uh, eagle trips. Sweetheart, It might be a famine in Bethlehem, but it's the house of bread, and God's going to go to the bakery. We're going to have something to eat. We want to live in the favor lane, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. At least it's high noon. 
I'm not overtime. God bless you.